Who's ready for and the weekend? Well, after you listen to BetMGM Emily podcast powered by BetQL, the answer is going to be you. It's me, Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smart ass on the radio. And with me, as always, you see him on BetMGM tonight. You see him all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Horvath. How you feeling, Mike Dog? You've been sick all week. How's your bets been? How's the family doing? Your Phillies looked pretty good last night. I got to see them live in person in Los Angeles, speeding up on the Dodgers, even though the Dodgers had one hell of a comeback. Looking forward to chatting about that series. In fact, that game on Friday evening is definitely one hell of a matchup that I can't wait to talk about between the Dodgers and the Phillies. But Ryan, how you doing, man? Yeah, feeling a little bit better. Got a little cold, so I apologize for the voice, but... You know, I think by Monday we'll be 100% once again. I'm looking forward to these series this weekend. Had a good week betting, actually. A decent week. Uh, a lot of NBA playoffs, some Major League Baseball. You know how it goes. So excited to get back going today. I don't want to brag, but um, you, you, know, you know I do a lot. I pop around a lot of places. Not unlike oh, yeah. you do. Um, yeah. But I was on MLB Network this week on Better's Eye with uh, our, our buddy Keith Irizarry. And... Yeah. Uh, I don't want to sit here and talk about and bring up the fact that I was 100% on Wednesday. Like, 100%. I gave out, like, 13 bits. Was 100%. Wow. And then all the next... All of them. Every single one. Even Keith called, called me at night because he's, you know, he's on the East Coast like you are, and I'm on the West Coast. So you guys got to right. stay up late and watch these games. I'm, you know, it's 10 o'clock when baseball ends in my, my, my side of the town. But I'm getting this text message at 10 just saying... After the Mariners win this game, you are 100%. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. I said, well, I'm a genius, Keith. That's why they pay me the no bucks. And you know what's, yeah, exactly. And you know what's funny about that, man, is there's so much pressure when you, because they're like, all right, give us your four best bets for the day. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's Tuesday or it's Wednesday and you're like, man, I got one, but uh, we'll take a look at some props here. So going undefeated, going 100% is always tough and, Mm -hmm. uh, feel added pressure when you're giving out those picks. Well, here's people. the problem. The next day I felt even worse because I, I had a good day the next day, but after coming off 100%, when you go 13 for 13 and you go 7 for your next 13, 7 for 13 ain't bad. That's above 50%. You had a great day. But when you win 100% the day before, that that 7 for 13 felt like a loss. <laughs> Thing because look at it like this like you made so much profit going 13 for 13 which damn if you're placing 13 bets in a day good on you you're you got mattress mac type money and then <laughs> you still come out on top if you go seven and six you know what i mean so you still made profit for the week so that's a beautiful thing there was no regression where you go over your next 13 because hell i've had those days too yeah well let's talk about teams that have been hot and not yeah. let's uh let's get it right out the gate I want to talk about the Cubs because the Cubs are your team. Here's why I want to bring up the Cubs. They're a team we both like, like a lot, like personally. Yeah. I, I I didn't grow up a Cubs fan, but I grew up a an admirer of the Cubs. There's something about the Cubs. There's a couple of teams, Major League Baseball, when you're when you're young, that kind of have a mystique about them. And yeah. the Cubs are 100% one of them. Whether it's for the good reasons or wrong reasons, I don't care. The Cubs have a mystique. There's something to them. Um, I want to talk about it because they did go and play some decent baseball in San Diego. Yeah. Um, and this is a team, keep in mind, that's, you know, they only have, what, 11 wins or 11 and 19. This is not They're a 11 team. 11 and 19. Yeah, yeah not, a, not a team that's going to win, you know, go to the playoffs this year. But this is a team that I think you can find a lot of smart bets 
like a lot of smart bets. There's some guys in here that I really, really like. Seiya Suzuki, I think, is a guy that can win you so much money. Uh, total base props, I think you can snipe so much money out of total base props with this guy. Because I think they're going to undervalue this guy a lot through the year. And I think a lot of the Cubs offensive players are going to be undervalued because of the season that they're going to put together as a team. No, I agree, man. And, you know, there's going to be a couple spots where I bet on them. I bet on them against the Padres, especially the first half of the season, because I do think once we get a little bit closer to the deadline, just with them going, like, full tank mode, I mean, because they, what they did last year, you know, moving over to Jed Hoyer, was they ripped the Band-Aid off because it was going to be tough. And that, and I think that's why Theo left the year early as well, because it was like that was going to be tough for him to say goodbye to somebody like Kyle Schwarber, who he loved, Anthony Rizzo, who he loved, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez. But now there's just a couple guys left, and they're not going to be able to trade Jason Hayward, unfortunately, and his 195 or whatever it is right now batting average. But they'll be able to move Wilson Contreras for something, especially the way he's hitting right now. Mm -hmm. Hendricks, no, I know Hendricks, he'll have two good starts and then he'll have a bad outing. But that's kind of Kyle Hendricks, and that's kind of what happens when you have to rely on your location. And, you know, you're only throwing 94, 95, whatever it is he's throwing right now. But I think he'll get moved at the deadline most likely, too. You think so? That, that's actually something I wanted your opinion on because yeah. Contreras, I, I think we can all agree, is as good as gone. Yeah. Um, the way he's swinging the bat, provided he stays healthy. Quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if they traded him before the deadline. The reason why I say that is because today is Wilson Contreras' 30th birthday, as we are currently speaking. When you turn 30 as a catcher, that is almost like, it's almost like you have, you bought a piece of chicken and the expiration date is in three days. You know you gotta cook that chicken very, very soon, and it's Wilson Contreras is three days expiring away from chicken because he's a 30-year-old catcher, and the value of a 30-year-old catcher goes, just plummets. So, yeah. they're gonna need to move him. Um... Where, what what teams do you think you could spot him at? I mean, there's there's always a need for a catcher that could swing the bat a little bit. And you mentioned Kyle Hendricks. He's their one. He yeah. is an unbelievable three anywhere in Major League Baseball. Absolutely. So any contender, you know, I think anybody that needs an arm will be looking at Kyle Hendricks. So I think that there's I th I, I actually think that he'll that the market will be there for him. I don't I know think where so he up, though with Contreras. You know who could use Contreras, but it wouldn't happen because they're in the same division. But, man, imagine if the Brewers could get a bat like Contreras. I don't know. A lot of people rag on him, though, with runners in scoring position and in big spots. But I don't know. You know, everybody's going to need an extra bat and an extra catcher. I, He's great. So I'm not quite sure. What do you think? You know, there are a lot of places that could fit for him. But you mentioned uh, Kyle Hendricks. The places yeah, where that do you do there's, uh, Who couldn't use Kyle Hendricks? Phillies? Phillies could use oh Phillies could use anybody on the mound to be quite honest but a, a team that immediately comes to mind because he just seems like a Tampa Bay Ray guy I, I was gonna go there. like he's just he's just perfect for the and if he went to the Tampa Bay Rays he's gonna win a Cy Young I don't know how but he's gonna win a Cy Young if he goes to the Tampa Bay Rays and no question yeah, about it I was gonna say Tampa you know with Glass now obviously being out for the season I mean you know. Um, and they need to start losing some games, by the way. Although I will say on the adjusted win total, 88 wins, baby. I'm on pace to hit that under 90. They're going over 90. That team yeah. is unbelievable. It's the worst bet you've ever made. I don't know what you were <laughs> thinking. I, I truly don't know what you're thinking. I don't know. I, I'd say my Phillies division winner, 3-1, to one, might be the worst bet I've ever All made. All right, here's the thing about the Phillies. Watching them live in person last night, this team's lineup can hit flat out. Yeah. It, an unbelievable lineup. This is the worst defensive team I have ever looked at, at in my life. Because it's not one or two spots. 
There is not a position out on the field where everyone is a below average defender. Baum is not a third baseman. They need to put him in right. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm almost wishing Dylan Cousins was back to play first base just so we can have a slightly less bad glove over at first base than what you're currently getting over there with uh, Hoskins. I mean, it's just, this is not, it, Segura can run five feet maybe yeah. at second base. Like, he's covering no ground. It, it is just such a bad defense. And, and the problem is you just look at the division, man, and I don't think the Mets fade away this season. I don't think they no, matter. No they're 22-11 and 11 right now. They're really good at home, 9-5. and five. They're 6-4 and four on the road. The Braves haven't even started to play good baseball. They're two games below 500 still, I believe, at 5. I'm sorry, 15 and 17. Then you got the Phillies. And, and the Phillies are only one game, uh, one game uh, ahead of the Marlins. The Marlins are 14 and 17, so that was the worst bet. Hey, one more team I wanted to throw at you really quick, going back to the Kyle Hendricks sweepstakes, if the Cubs do decide to move from him. Um, what would you think about, potentially, my Angels for Kyle Hendricks? Absolutely. That'd be a great, great... Dude, the Angels are going to need more arms. I know right. I know. we're all loving... I'm loving the Angels right now, man. I, yeah. I'm digging this team. But I'm just waiting... You know what I'm feeling about the Angels right now? I feel how I feel about the Mets every other season but this year. Like, yeah, it's going great now, but you know the bubble's going to burst at some point, and I just don't know when it's going to be. And I'm not going to fade them until it does, but I know it's coming. I just know it's coming. Someone's going to go down offensively. Someone's going to go down on that pitching staff, and yeah. it's going to just ripple effects because the pitching, you know for a fact. I know Lorenzen has been unbelievable this year. Uh, yeah. We know Otani's great. Uh, Syndergaard has been it, fountain of youth Syndergaard. Yeah. But I just cannot bet that they can continue this for another four months. I just can't. And that's the thing. Like, I'm not taking them serious yet. I'm taking the Angels serious, but I worry a little bit about the rotation. Like, we didn't even bring up Detmers, and he just threw the first no-hitter of the season. Um, yeah, I just – and especially with Syndergaard, too, you know, man. Like, I just don't want to tax his arm. So, I, I would I would make a move for a guy like Kyle Hendricks, if he's available, which he should be. Like, if you're Tom Ricketts, if you're – Jed Hoyer, everybody should be available right now. Well, you mentioned um, you mentioned the Angels. I was actually thinking more alongside across town because the Dodgers don't have a fifth starter right now. Last night I watched the Dodgers throw Anderson out there, and Anderson's been doing a very good job for the role he's been out there. But now that they don't have a Trevor Bauer, um, they need another arm. They really do. Kershaw has been – I can't believe we're saying this. Kershaw has been a surprise. I can't believe – Again, he's Clayton Kershaw, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, and then we're calling him a surprise. But were you expecting this Clayton no. Kershaw? I sure as hell wasn't. Um, no, people were talking about bringing him out of the bullpen as maybe like to like prolong long relief his- guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. okay, you're our Seth Lugo now. No, yeah. you're he's Clayton Kershaw and he is showing it. Um, in fact, he is pitching tonight against Kyle Gibson. That's gonna be a hell of a matchup that I will be there live for. Going to a going to two Dodger games in a row tonight. I'm pretty fired up about that. Well, I love to see it because my Phillies are now one and zero, and you're in attendance, I believe, this season. So maybe, like, if I could fly you out to Philadelphia, slow down. I, I witnessed a seven-run lead disappear. Also, let's not let's not pretend oh. that the Phillies are looking amazing yesterday. Quickly, <laughs> and, and with the Dodgers, man, I saw Dustin May. It's been one year since surgery, I believe. I saw that tweet two days ago. So if they could get him back, that would be huge. Yeah. Here, here, let me tell you, let me tell you about a bad beat. I was on the Phillies that night that they blew that lead. 
When your team has even a six, seven run lead going into the top of the ninth, you win that bet 99.9% of the time. So that's a bad beat. Mm-hmm. That's that's part of doing business, man. You know, you lose that and you're like, okay, that's baseball for but you. But it almost happened again last night. They no. blew another seven run lead. They, they ended up winning eight to, eight to seven, but. Right, right. But as a better, it happened to me once again. I was on the White Sox the other night oh, against brutal. the Guardians. And the same thing happens. The same exact thing happens. They blow that huge lead. It goes to extras. I should have hedged off and just went with the Guardians because I saw what was coming. Three-run walk-off shot. Not a walk-off because it was the top of the 10th, but you get the point. The the Sox blew an eight-run lead, nine-run lead, whatever it was. So it's happened to me twice this year. That shouldn't happen to you twice in a lifetime, let alone in one season, let alone in one week, and it happened to me. But yet here I am, BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Ready to fire away in more bets. Well, speaking of more bets, let's talk some prop bets. Let's talk some prop bets for Friday evening. I got a couple right out the gate that I want to talk about, um, and a couple of them that I'm blown away by. Now, first things first, I've been giving out home run props for BetMGM every weekend. And you know how home run props are. They're lofty at best, but men are they fun. For instance, yesterday I gave out the Cody Bellinger home run prop, and what did he do his first at bat? Boom! Home run off of Zach Wheeler, his fifth home run off of Zach Wheeler, by the way, um, which is just unbelievable. He either Ks or he strikes out. 12 at-bats, 5 Ks, 5 homers. Unbelievable experience against Zach Wheeler. Um, Tonight, there's a question mark because I gave this pick yesterday, and the reason why I picked it might have been a day too early. I might be falling into hate-ass Mario territory with this because uh, here's the deal. Josh Donaldson always plays well against the White Sox. He always is a pest. In fact, I yeah. believe that's what Lucas Giolito called him, a pest. Yeah. Um, he homered last night. And we don't we haven't seen a lineup yet, but if he is in the lineup tonight, I'm still going to jump on Josh Donaldson. He only has 3 homers this year. I know you can get him at a hell of a price. I'm willing to bet you're probably going to get him at 4 or even 5 to 1 to homer tonight. I would jump all over because Josh Tomlinson against the White Sox, you know you're going to see some fireworks, man. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, the first one I'll give, I'm going to go with a no run in the first inning because I think I'm like 3-0 giving these out. Uh, no Shane Bieber tonight, unfortunately. But we get the Brewers and the Marlins. This is my favorite pitching matchup. I'm going to go with both strikeout props, both Corbin Burns, and I'm going to go with uh, Pablo Lopez. But I like the no run in the first inning and the first five under a lot more. So 21 first-inning batters Corbin Burns has faced this season, man. He's given up just two hits. Opponents hitting 105 against him. He was 6-0. He's 6-0 right now. No runs in the first inning in all six starts. Going back to last year, his Cy Young campaign, 37-7, no runs in the first inning. Look at the Marlins against him. He's already 1-0 this season, no runs in the first inning. The last three weeks, the Marlins... They've been struggling to get a hit in the first inning, man. 24 first inning batters. They've only reached base four times. They're hitting 182 in the first inning as a team. And then you look at the 27 inning batters this season Pablo Lopez's face. He's given up just six hits, five and one, no runs in the first inning. Going back to last year, 31 and seven. So I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of scoring, especially in the first inning. No runs in the first inning for me, Brewers, Marlins. Pablo Lopez against Corbin Burns. Go over on both of their strikeout props. And uh, first five under as well. I just that's a great pitching matchup. I don't just like that bet 
I, I love that bet so much. Specifically, not not I love the home run and uh, the strikeout props. It's the the first inning prop I love so much. For, forget yeah, what they've done in the first innings. Just listen to these numbers that they have this year alone, just on the season. Uh, Burns one and two, yeah, uh, one eight ERA. Oh, yeah. and Lopez four and one with a one ERA. After five yeah. starts, you have a one, a one. I love that. Love that. In fact, if I could, I would give you a gold star for that pick. In well, fact, I'm going to give you one. Gold star. Amazing pick. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, big Corbin Burns guy. Love Pablo Lopez. And, uh, yeah, excited to watch that tonight. Love the no run in the first inning. Also, that's you know, a gimme. I, I know that everybody's fallen in love with those prop bets. And I don't think, like, I'm not playing four or five of them a night or anything like that, but if you get a good matchup, like Shane Bieber, for example, or Corbin Burns or Pablo Lopez, I mean, the best part about them is you can go to the window in 15 minutes. You, yep. you know, your bet, you you don't have to sweat out a bullpen, even the first five under. You know, you get a couple runners on and you're pacing around. First inning props are the best, man. Yeah, well, that, that, that first inning one that I feel like is a gimme one right there, here's another gimme for you. Over two and a half strikeouts, Zach Granke tonight. I want to say that again. Over two and a half plus money. Zach Greinke is definitely going to K three guys. No question about it. Plus 100 over two and a half. Zach Greinke, take it, take it, take it. They're giving it away. The last one I have for tonight, I'll play a small little home run prop. He homered yesterday. And I feel like, well, I played this guy to win MVP. He was the first pick of my fantasy draft from myself. I love him. Juan Soto, he's on a terrible team. Every time I tune into the broadcast, because I live here in D.C. and I'm driving home, it'll be, well, the Nationals lost 4-1 to today. Lone run comes from a solo shot from Juan Soto. Problem is, man, he was hitting like 182 the first three weeks of the season because they're just pitching around him. There's nobody else in that lineup. But Juan Soto to homer today, I know he homered yesterday. If you're getting better than 4-1 to odds, which today we're getting right now, plus 600, 6-1 odds, I'm just going to take it. Small little price, man. Why not? They're going against the Astros. They haven't seen the Astros, so they're hosting Houston Interleague Series. Washington's brutal. 11-22 and 22 this season. Houston's figuring things out. They're going to be solid. 21-11. and 11. But they haven't seen the Astros since the World Series. So it's been, what, three years? Four years? I don't even remember when that World Series was. This is their first trip back to Washington. So I like Juan Soto to homer tonight against uh, Valdez. So like we'll go with that. I like it. I like it. Uh, one last prop from me, Clayton Kershaw. I'm looking very forward to being there live in person to witness this one. Hey, you can get him at over six and a half strikeouts for plus money at plus 100. Listen, if I love me some K props, I like K props over. You're very rarely going to see me take an under on a K prop. And it's not because I, they don't hit. It's because they don't excite me. And I, I, if I'm going to put down a bet, I want to be excited. Exactly. Exactly. All right. That's all I got for the props. You want to Perfect. move on to the game? Let's do it. All right, guys. Well, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to take you through the National League, the American League, and so much more right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. 